Seeking the Wise Wise. With Aaron and Alexander discussing the just philosophy. Covering self-development, emotional processing, conscious relationships, and five levels of overall wellness. Do not adjust your video sets. I am an actual person and not part of this wall. <laughs> Alexander likes to make jokes about the shirts that I choose to, to wear uh, and how nicely they match the wall. Um, at some point, I would love to have a, a nicer background than this, but uh, welcome to another episode of Wise Wise Podcast. Appreciate you all being here. Alexander is uh, fresh off a trip from Hawaii uh, and he is uh, feeling great now. Well, it's so good to be back and uh, be back in my own environment. I had fun visiting my sons, but Hawaii is beautiful, but North Carolina is beautiful as well. So um so glad to be back with you beautiful people. So, uh, you know, we were kind of brainstorming about what, uh, what topic we should feature today. And something that's uh, big that I feel like uh, potentially came from my childhood, um, or maybe it's part of my energetic design, or maybe a combination of both. But I, I feel like it's something that a lot of people struggle with out there uh, is this kind of fear of doing something wrong. And it's, um, it can come out in this feeling of that, am I in trouble whenever somebody wants to talk about something seriously like if a boss comes up to you and says hey can i talk to you for a moment that would cause a lot of uh instant like chest discomfort for me thinking that oh you know immediately i would go into this like kind of spiral of what did i do uh that was wrong like i I would like Mm -hmm. process like all the last few months in my head quickly like going through did i do anything wrong did i do do anything wrong um I guess that's probably a process where I'm trying to get prepared uh, to, I don't know, maybe defend myself, maybe to justify myself. I'm not really sure. I would love to dig in and maybe, Alexander, there are questions that you can ask to dissect that. Um, But I've come upon a lot of different people who also have this as well. Um, And of course, we've discussed it a little bit within kind of like romantic relationships. Like if you're going to bring up something that could be um, a little hard to hear for the other person, you want you kind of want to make sure that you don't accidentally set that off. So you'd say certain phrases to, you know, you're not in trouble here. I just want to talk to you about something. But we never talked about the other side of it. Um, The responsibility on the person, uh, if if you are in a self-development uh, journey, you know, what can we do to work on this? This is something that I want to know because it is something that comes into my life from time to time. And um, it starts an emotional reaction inside of me. And then I'm not communicating well. So I can then, like, my words may become blunt. And then I'm the one who, uh, can seem like I'm upset, you know, Mm -hmm. even though that person may not even be upset. They just want to talk to me about, you know, something random that has, that I shouldn't have an emotional reaction over. And then, uh, but all of a sudden I'm in a bad mood and then I'm almost like energetically starting conflict. Um, Oh yeah. And and we can even get into that. Maybe it has to do with like me not wanting conflict and maybe that's a response to that. So uh, 
appreciate yeah, this topic. Of course, uh, you know, right off the bat, we want to mention your five and your three five uh, profile in the human design because that is a avoid conflict at all costs. And so, um, all you listeners out there that do know your human design profile, if you do carry that five, then realize that it's uh, you know it's part of your natural makeup uh, to work with this type of issue to to be willing to go into conversations that may be challenging in some way to, um, you know, to just get clarity on something. And yes, it's sometimes when somebody, how they start a phrase like that to just introduce the interest of talking to you can have a, a drastic effect on some people. And, and we're talking about the receptive side rather than the giving side of that uh, maybe statement or question. And we've done episodes on, uh, you know, integrity uh, versus confidence. And I wanted to bring in right here that, you know, I think it's a good practice when you asked what can be done about this is to really doing integrity checks uh, quite often throughout your day, um, I think could help buffer uh, that feeling of being in trouble when somebody does want to approach you because, see, the more integrity that you're living and the more fulfilling that your life is in directions that you want to go and that you want to nurture, then that, that can help buffer that feeling of being in trouble. But see, if we're already questioning ourselves and say that we, we made a promise to ourselves to get up early, um, earlier than we normally do and say that it's been going on now for a couple of weeks and we haven't been very successful at it. See, there's a, there's a judgment already there against ourselves. And then as soon as somebody says, Oh, I want to talk to you about something. See, because we're already questioning ourselves, it almost highlights that fear of, Oh, I'm in trouble um, to where I want to, to show that just the opposite can be the fact to where if you are living in a high level of integrity, you are following through with the obstacles that you wanted to get better at in your life, then you're going to be more self-fulfilled when that question comes of, hey, I want to talk to you about something. And uh, again, this is a kind of just an open-ended discussion uh, to see how we can kind of dissect this and help people moving forward to not be so reactive because again we want to shift the reactive into response and i think there's a direct connection to uh, that level of integrity and in how a person is is feeling about themselves and i would love some input from you uh around that about like can you have any experiences or have you had experiences where maybe you were more self-confident or living in more in integrity and you weren't affected so much by somebody asking that and then vice versa to where you're already questioning yourself and then somebody brings that question up. Yeah, I, I do agree. I do. I, I can see how that is uh, at the root of it. Um, there are times when I feel good about who I am and, and, you know, being in alignment with, with my intentions. And so being and living in integrity when I'm like in that, 
yeah, I, I'm I'm less likely to even if it is like a blind side where it all of a sudden like sp- like a spontaneous hey, can I talk to you about something? Usually, those are the worst when you're not prepared for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do feel like I'm more in a position of um not allowing that emotional reaction to come in or I don't know the right wording to say there, but if I am, uh, you know, good where I currently am and I feel like I'm on my path and I feel like I'm accomplishing what I want and I'm, I feel like I'm standing in my power and I know who I am. And, um, and it, it is times when it's not that I'm not in that. It's just like, like you said, the check-in where, you know, like you're mentally like connecting everything, I think. And when, when I'm like just going through a day where it's just a day and I haven't, you know, like, like maybe I'm working and I'm, so I'm kind of disconnected from that. Uh, usually that's usually how I feel. I think, uh, just kind of trying to find when I would feel like that. Um, uh, I, I, I feel like I'm not in connection with my integrity because it's a work day and I'm like, my mind is somewhere else. So right. I feel like that's when I'm more susceptible to something like that. Or if, or if I'm already knocked off, um, kind of like frustrated or maybe like teetering on an emotional reaction from something that happened throughout the day. That's when I would feel more susceptible to that. Yeah. And I think that that's a, you know, some great points. And one of the main points that I want to really highlight is that uh, constant check-in. And, you know, I think it's very useful to set a timer, you know, two or three times a day just to, when it goes off, to just do a self-check-in of, hey, where am I at right now? And do I feel a little nervous for some reason? Do I feel agitated for some reason? Do I feel at peace? Um you know, am I doing all the little things that uh, that mean something to me each day, like preparing for my day? So all of this, I think, you know, this is a very common sensitivity uh, for people in general. And I think that, that that consistent check-in two or three times a day can help one. Again, we're, we're, we're really looking to focus on what to do about this. Um, because I think it is fairly common with people uh, to uh, to feel guilt or shame or whatever on initiation of, hey, I want to talk to you about something or we really need to talk about something. And and to shift the the perception of that, of like that this person, this external person is just giving me an opportunity for that check in and see if I've already done two or three throughout that day, then it's not going to be as, uh, as, as big of an impact from it coming externally. And so rather than seeing everything or everyone as an authority figure external, using it as that, uh, external type of check-in. And again, it's going to be more intense if you haven't checked in yourself uh, using that as part of your, you know, integrity to keep yourself in check. Um, and I think the surprise, like you had said a little bit earlier, when we're not expecting it or when we have knocked off of work and maybe we're, we're just relaxing and somebody comes in and says something like that. So again, it's not about staying on edge and ready for that all the time, but it's more like if you do your 
uh, integrity check-ins throughout the day, then you're already visiting that. And I think that it has less of an effect coming from an external as those internal check-ins are happening consistently. Yeah, I, I do feel like that is true that when when you are challenged in that way, like you're, you, I mean, you feel like you're being questioned and that is like the check-in, but it's unwanted is unstimulated by yourself. So, mm-hmm. um, and if you have self judgment issues, I mean, I do feel like, like that's at the root. I mean, that's at a root of a lot of my own judgments externally. Like I can always, uh, in not to use absolutes, but I would say 99.9% of the time I can trace it, you know, just with a little bit of time, uh, pausing when I, when I feel like I'm judging something or somebody, I can trace it back, uh, to myself and how I judge myself. And it's just a projection. I would, uh, definitely look at like whenever you are judging, uh, to see first where, you can find it within yourself that you're possibly projecting first. Like that, that would be the first thing before, you know, if you catch yourself and you want to mm-hmm. then process it. I mean, I've been able to go through a lot of stuff, even with you, Alexander. Like sometimes I project my judgments on you, uh, cause you are more of like a, like a, a father masculine figure to me. Um, and of course, like I, somewhat want to rebel against authority as well. (laughs) So there are that challenges uh, within our relationship, but I've worked through a lot of that. Uh, You know, I remember us having conversations about this seven years ago around, around those things. And, and um, yeah, I've had to look at a lot of my own judgment because I know your heart. And I think that's one of the things is like when, when I feel some sort of judgment from you, I pause and I, I bring in what I know about you. Right. And so that is so easy for me to then cleanse what my projection is. And then, you know, why would I be doing that? What, where do I have resistance to something? And I don't know. I think that's a practice that we can talk about in the complete conversation about, um, working through self judgment because I do feel like that's a big part of this. But what are some other emotions that could also uh, come up that we may be feeling um, from feeling like we're in trouble? Yeah, well, I think, you know, the guilt, the shame, uh, frustration, uh, fear, anxiety, uh, I think are a pretty good list of, of emotions that get activated in those situations. And I think it's very important here to point out the roles that we play for each other. And like you were saying that I can play this father type figure, a masculine a authority type energy and see, that's not an energy that I want to be carrying. And, but I accept that I'm going to play that role for a high amount of people that I'm around, uh, because of the positions that, that I hold and, and knowing that, that those sensitivities are there helps. Um, it helps to, you know, how I initially engage. And we've gotten, you know, you and I over the seven years have gotten so much better in how, you know, things are initiated. And we've talked openly about that, that many times it is how it's originally initiated uh, as to what level of trauma from your past or someone else's past it's going to activate. And when the intention 
is truly communication. See, you don't want to have any more of a harsh uh, interaction or beginning than necessary because you want to get to the communication part. And so it's not just a matter of catering to people, but it is working on both sides of it from the delivery side and from the receptive side to realize that, hey, if we realize and accept that we have an issue with this of feeling like we're in trouble, then we want to realize and accept that people are going to be playing those roles. And many times uh, people aren't going to be aware of how they initiate it and things like that. So again, when we're able to see everyone as role players, to me, it helps to take away the the personal um, effects of that connection like right away. And the more personal that we can take out of it and see it as more of an energetic exchange, uh, that to me is where true healing happens. And you just build on how you communicate with one another, you know, over time. Yeah, because when we take something personal, we feel like that other person should know how we feel or we expect them to just like know how that's going to make us. And it's so funny because, you know, obviously people also play the other role, the opposite role where they do something that other people take personal. And I have yet to understand why people can't figure out that that's not how it works. But right. I guess it's just how it makes you feel, how the emotions make you feel if you accept uh, that that kind of victim mode that it kind of can put you in. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, you're doing this to me, so you must know that you're doing this to me. Right, right, which is hardly ever the case. Uh, most, uh, most time it is happening out of ignorance or just not being aware, um, you know, uh, most people relate to others in just an habitual way. There, There's not a lot of people that are, you know, truly working on how they are coming across to others. And for those of you that are working on that, you know, congratulations and keep working on that. Because again, it's the, whether you elicit a reaction or a response in how you initially engage is going to play a big role in the communication status of, of whatever that, you know, topic is you're trying to get across. And, and when we, um, some of us, especially us generators, we can come across very, um, brass, so to say, and to see that, you know, if you're not meaning to come across like that, then most generators have to take a breath or they have to choose a, a second option of the, way they were getting ready to present this or it could be taken very offensively um or defensively by the by the other person so so here it is a dance between both how we give information and how we initiate the conversation and then uh, the other side of it is when we're on the receptive side how much power are we going to give a person rather than seeing them as playing a role and we're going to give the give the power to the energy of the situation and connecting it that many people that have uh, this fear of being in trouble, then lots of them were raised with a very authoritative one or two parents um, or a grandparent or somebody that was 
possibly um, very dominant in the way that they come and introduce something. And so, uh, so the present moment is almost always an opportunity to heal something from the past. That's why I like to say that an emotional reaction in the present moment really has very little to do with that present moment. It has to do with many similar moments throughout your whole life that are connected to this, a similar vibration. And that's what we're constantly working on is healing our past. And the so-called present is what brings things to us uh, to be able to let go of some of that stuff from the past. And you and I are, uh, I think we're both Saturn to each other in the destiny card system where um, when you know your destiny card makeup, um, you can do like a compatibility chart and it can tell you the the influences, the energetic influences between that uh, connection. And and so you already play that Saturn role for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that also, uh, irregardless of your like your energy, whether you have a more masculine um, outwardly projection energy or not, which I, I feel like you don't. Um, but that energy of you is is going to create something in me that I'm, you know, that's going to be the catalyst for my growth if I choose that. So, so we already have that that connection. I think that's also, you know, enhances that uh, projection of me <laughs> yes. of my own. Um, self-judgment because it is about the combination and that Saturn influence that you're talking about is that fatherly energy that that teacher energy and so see the Saturn person is always trying to help but it doesn't always come across as a loving type of help especially if you're carrying these issues from your family lineage or from your past and but knowing that information can be so useful to help buffer that Oh, that just felt very authoritative. Well, he's my Saturn, so I can understand why I would be taking it that way. That doesn't necessarily mean that's the way that he meant it. So, uh, so it's going to be interesting to to see how this conversation continues to develop in the full conversation. Yes, I'm looking forward to that as well, Alexander. And some of the stuff I would love to get more into in the complete conversation is we can talk about standing in your power, how we're giving our power away through our uh, potential reaction to when somebody wants, you know, just wants to talk to us or, or is even questioning us. I feel like we can get more into that because I would love the opportunity to explain why I do things before somebody starts accusing me and then taking it personally. Like that's, you know, a preference of mine, <laughs> of right, course. But right. so I want to dig deeper into that. Uh, I feel like that would help out a lot of people. And really appreciate everybody joining us for this free um, part of this conversation. So thank you so much. See you on the other side. Thank you for listening to this free version of the Wise Wise podcast. To hear the complete conversation and go deeper into the application of the tools and techniques of the Just Philosophy, head on over to wisewisepodcast.com and become a premium member. You'll get to hear all of our complete conversations, including the complete episodes of our Inward Journey story series and our entire back catalog, and continue your self-development journey with us. We honor your dedication to self-growth, overall wellness, 
and continuing to ask the wise wise. And remember, gradual changes over long periods of time equals lasting results. Continue on your self-growth journey by visiting thejustphilosophy.com where you are able to connect personally by booking a private consultation with Alexander in person, by phone, or Zoom. Uncover your authentic self more easily with a human design or destiny card consultation. Here you will gain information about your energetic makeup, personality, and your higher self, as well as navigating your way through your relationships. There are also multiple types of reports available for purchase that help you gain insight into your career, relationships, and opportunities for self-growth. The site also allows you to view a calendar of Alexander's live performances and class schedule, peruse other products such as shirts, CDs, and finally, the revolutionary VibroTune vibrational sound therapy tables. These contoured therapy tables allow you to bathe in a vibrational sonic bath of frequencies, bringing you into alignment on all levels. You will be feeling and hearing calming music synced through vibration and frequency. So again, you can grab all this goodness at thejustphilosophy.com, T-H-E-J-U-S-T-P-H-I-L-O-S-O-P-H-Y.com. The Just Philosophy, as discussed in this podcast, has been developed by Alexander over the last 25 years in his personal studies, private practice, and professional environment. The information discussed is intended for educational purposes only and is not meant as a replacement for conventional medicine. Just remember, knowledge plus experience equals wisdom. Seek the wise. We want to thank you for working on you. Keep shining your light and refining your vibe.